Good morning. Welcome to Behind the Blaze. I'm going to be your host, Christopher Barnett, with my co-host. Jaden West. And today we have a very special guest, actually the one who runs the school, Dr. Justice. How is your day going? It's going well. Thank you. I'm glad to be here with you guys. So our first question today is how did you become principal at the school? Oh, well, I was a principal in another county in West Tennessee, kind of near Memphis. Um, and my family and I decided to move to Middle Tennessee. Blackman High School had an opening. I interviewed several times, and then they said it was it was mine. So it was really exciting <laughs> yeah. um, because I had seen, I had known about Blackman High School. I visited the first year it was open because they had a program here that my other school was interested in. So I came, I walked. There were literally fields around Blackman High School. No oh, houses, yeah. no houses. Oh, and what it used to look like. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like it was in the middle of a field. And I yeah. thought, why did they build this huge high school <laughs> right here? Who's going to ever come to it? And then 20 years later, you know, I came to it, and there's 2,000 <laughs> oh, kids. Oh, it opened in, did it open in, like, 2000? Yeah, yeah, about two. I was here in 2000, yeah. How do you become a principal, like, in general? Like, how, what would you have to do? What do you have to go through? Do you have to teach a subject first? Right. I think it's really, really good for principals to have taught first because they understand um, that was my favorite job of all times, to tell you the truth. I was an English teacher, and I taught for eight years. Um, and then I just started going to school for leadership and supervision. I became an assistant principal at a, at a, at a high school that was out in the country. It was so cute, loved it. And then um, I became a vice principal, which was in charge of instruction and curriculum. And I did that for six years. And then I got my first principal job after that and I stayed there for six years and now I've been here um, this is I'll next year will be my ninth year so would you say it was hard for you to move up in to in the rankings like going from an English teacher to an assistant principal to a vice principal to a principal yeah the biggest jump was from teaching to being an assistant principal because I was used to being around students and that's what I really loved and so when I jumped to assistant principal and you're dealing a lot with adults and then just some things with kids but they don't really know you okay. that's that was the biggest that was the biggest change for me yeah i remember like first second grade everybody would just talk about how they wanted to be a principal just so they wouldn't have to do schoolwork so I, they wouldn't I was one of those people i was one of those people I so they wouldn't have to do schoolwork they could just mm -hmm. they could just like kick back they didn't think the principal had to work at all oh my i work a lot have you ever like coached a sport before yes when I was, sports. yeah, so I was, um, t when I was teaching, I was an avid runner, and in a faculty meeting one day, my principal said, hey, are there any runners in the, in the faculty? And I didn't realize that meant I was going to be coach, but <laughs> I raised my hand, and he said, oh, good, you're a cross-country coach. So I coached cross-country okay. and loved it. It was, it was super fun. What got you into cross-country? Well, I was, I was running, and I was not fast. So I did distance, okay. and Makes so um, I, we had a really nice uh, cross-country course in the town where I lived, and so I started just doing that just for fun, really. I had to study about cross-country when I started <laughs> coaching it because I was just doing yeah. it for fun. Right. Did you ever, like, play any sports in high school or, like, throughout your school career? So, no. I came from a family of athletics. My dad was a D1 football coach, oh, wow. uh, head football coach, and so I grew up around sports my whole life, but I was a cheerleader, a cheerleader. 
Okay, that's nice. What team did he coach? Oh, gosh, we were a lot of different places. We were at Virginia Tech. We were at University of North Carolina. We were at Southern Mississippi. We were at Colorado State. Oh, wow. we were, yeah. So <laughs> George Washington, <laughs> we were – yeah, we bounced around a lot. That's nice. It that's is. Great. It is. I've been to Washington. It's actually really nice up here. Yeah, Washington State. We were in D.C. Oh, uh, yeah, that's DC. where I went. I like okay. D.C., like the monument, yeah. the statues. It was yeah. like yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it was fun. It's where I learned how to ride my bike. <laughs> saying. Out of all the sports that you've watched and played, uh, what sport has to be your favorite? I have two. Can I pick two? Yes. I'm going to pick two. Okay. Well, football because I've grown. I mean, <laughs> I grew up around that, and that was what my house was. So I know a lot of football, and I really love it. Um, but I also went to the University of North Carolina, big basketball school, and I was there with Michael Jordan. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, yeah, he was cool. I was not, but that's okay. <laughs> but um, I, so I love basketball. I I always liked it, but I really started loving it and in the when I was in college. And then I follow Carolina basketball, and I also love the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. Like, I remember, like, when you said football, my dad, he's, like, a huge football fan. Yeah. He, his uh, favorite team is Tennessee Titans. He, his whole office, he got, like, pictures. He even has a yeah. uh, like made-up stadium. He has a Titans license plate, stickers on the wall, <laughs> like everything. Yeah, yeah. So I like the Titans, too. It's fun to have a, a team that's close to you. Yeah. And actually, my um, brother-in-law uh, played for the Houston Oilers, oh, wow. who became the Tennessee Titans when they moved so from Houston. Like right, right. So he was a defensive cool. lineman. He's... He's paying for it now because he's his body's hurting. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, with you loving football and you also being the principal at the school, mm -hmm. how do you make the choices of our scheduling and all of the funding for our sports? So sports are very important to a school. Yes. And they're really the face of a school. That's where a lot of the public sees right. us. Uh, on a football Friday night, they see the band, so they see the fine arts, they see dance, they see cheerleaders, they see JROTC out there, they see the football. Like right. They get a glimpse of the whole school. It's important yes. um, for the sports to represent the school because it's kind of like a, a marketing thing for the school almost. Um, they bring in a lot of money to, to the school. All of our sports teams fund themselves. Okay. So through fundraising yeah. or gates at games, they fund themselves. All of the money that I have control over um, is goes to instruction and academics. We have a few accounts that are like general type athletics that help maintain um, things, but not just for one particular sport. It needs to be for kind of okay. the whole program. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why was it important to you to begin the Athletic Hall of Fame? Right. So we were coming up, up uh, Blackman High School was coming upon its 20th anniversary. Mm -hmm. And we were thinking that um, we want to do a, a year-long celebration, which we started and then COVID happened. <laughs> and we kind of didn't get to do our whole year of celebration yeah. for our 20th year. But part of that is we decided athletically that we had been in existence long enough to really see some stellar athletics come through. And we wanted to uh, celebrate the ones who kind of started it all for Blackman High School and who continued the, um, the legacy of, of kind of the excellence that had been attained at Blackman High School. So we felt like that 20th year was the important year to do that. 
and now we're in our fourth year of the we'll be going into our fourth year of the hall of fame okay so what does it take to be in the hall of fame right so there is actual criteria for the hall of fame we look at not only what the athlete did during uh, their uh time that they were playing a sport here like did they get district honors did they get regional honors were they part of a state championship team but we also look at kind of the character they were like yeah. were they okay. someone on and, off the, field. On and yes. off the field absolutely and what did they they contribute outside of athletics and then since high school we also look at what did they do after did they go to college did they play that sport in college right. did they go professional did they play that sport professionally you know are they a doctor are they a lawyer <laughs> are they yeah. you know what have they done to contribute back to uh the the general community yeah. not just athletics but definitely focused on on their athletics has anyone that has been in the hall of fame that went to pro oh, like yeah. play pro like ever uh, came back you know like to support the school to see how things were going oh yes they I, did. I know one Crystal Dangerfield. I, Crystal's yeah. come back several times. Xander Will is a, a baseball player who has come back several times, and he was just inducted this past year. And I asked him, because he's an amazing young man, will you come back and talk? And he definitely wants to. Uh, David Price, very famous baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's been back. He's done some things here. So, um, but yeah, we have a lot who, who come back. If you look in the lobby – Today, Crystal brought Dangerfield, um, who played at UConn, and then she yes. played with the Lynx. She's playing now with the Lynx. Yes. Um, she brought us two of her jerseys, and she signed them. We had them framed, and so now they're hanging in the uh, athletic lobby. That's yeah. pretty cool because she she was the rookie of the year. She was for her first year in the NBA yes, uh, WNBA. I find that really cool. Uh -huh. I find that very cool. Yeah, and so she's a great person. Like, on top of all that, yeah. you just talk to her, and she's so <laughs> down-to-earth and amazing. So, so for, for your sports, what are your goals? What are your goals to achieve and to reach for some of your players to actually get to that level? Right. Uh, the first thing I want for all of our athletes is to have a good experience in athletics, whatever it is, to be yeah. part of a team and to be part of something bigger than you are, um, to learn the character traits that come when you participate in athletics, teamwork, uh, dedication, hard work, uh, perseverance, you know, all those things you learn in a sport, that's what I want for them. But I'd be lying if I didn't say that I also want them to succeed. Like, right. I love a state championship, <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. It just, it's, it, it's just a culmination of a lot of hard work from a lot of people's part, mm -hmm. the students and the coaches. Um, so we like, we like that, but we really want to – Make sure that we have are, are developing um, good community members when they leave here. Yeah. So, like around the gym, you know that picture of the basketball team that's like right above the doors. Yes. Has that been there the whole year? I've actually never noticed that. Right, right. Well, look up because <laughs> every basketball team who has won a state championship has their composite picture up there. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, I actually never saw that until like last month when right. I came back. They look good, don't they? They yeah. actually are. Right. I, I love the, I love the newspapers on the yeah. wall. I love those. Yeah, That's so cool. we've also done those. They're just a, a collage of different artifacts from the games, tickets, pom-poms, jersey, you know, different things from state championship game. So to get your picture up there, you have to be a state championship. But have you noticed the banners that line oh, yes, I did, in like the lobby? Oh, I've seen, I've seen yeah. those. I've seen those. <laughs> right. like, 
the picture of the basketball team, I actually never noticed right. it. It was right there. Right. I know the records on the banners just drive me, like, they're crazy. It's too. amazing. It's like and I think that's such a impressive entrance to the school. Yes. And it's one of the first places that when I b- became principal here that I kind of walked in that lobby and I went, oh, wow. <laughs> this is only, you know, at that time we were only 16 years old, I think, or no, maybe maybe 15. And, um, and I thought, wow. Look at all they've accomplished. This must be, you know, a good place. Yeah. By, by the auditorium, there's like this plaque on the wall, like a golden plaque. I mean, not plaque, but I don't know what it is. It has like all the years lined up, even like future years that haven't happened yet. Yeah. What is it? Is it like for records keeping track of like sports? That's the af- that's our Hall of Fame. Oh, that's the Hall of Fame. That's the Hall of Fame. Oh. So you'll see the pictures of the people who are currently, in, and then after. We induct another class. Their pictures will be there. And then all those years, their name will still be there. So you'll always know who's inducted into the Hall of Fame. Right. Mm-hmm. So as a principal, you are you can't have them. So at, for the school being a very multicultural school, mm-hmm. what are your goals for the future of the school? Right. So when I think about um, – what I want for the success of the school, a lot of what we talked about today is, is athletics, but definitely I want us to be the best academics. And yeah. when you look at kind of our scores across our region and across the state, we do really well. And I just want to continue um, to excel athletically, academically, and in the arts. But there's another piece as well, and that's just developing – um, good citizens right. and uh, putting you in a place where you can be successful the rest of your life. You know, our school is kind of focused on four pillars mm-hmm. and it's uh, purpose. You know, do you have a purpose? What's your purpose? You got to know where you're going or you're right. not going to get yeah. there. It's history, it's knowing your history, and it's also understanding that right now you guys are writing history right. for, this, for this school. It's connections. Um, because connecting with other people um, matters. It matters to you. It matters to others. It makes things better around you. And then the final thing is just growth, just continuing to grow. How can I be better today? And better yet, how can I make someone else better today? And those four pillars, I think, if we keep that at the center of what we do in the school, um, will, will affect a lot of places in the school, but it'll definitely affect our uh, academics and our athletics. 100%. Well, Dr. Justice, I'm sorry that's all the time we have for today. I really appreciate you coming out t- today to, uh, what's it called, be on the show. As you said, we will continue to write our own history for this school and for ourselves, and I do appreciate you joining us today for Behind the Blaze, and go Blaze! Go Blaze! And go Blaze!